From a studio high above the clouds of the Okanagan Valley, this is the Cannabis Podcast. Exploring the world of Canadian cannabis culture, one toke at a time. Now, here's your host and bud tender, Gary Johnston. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back for episode 20 of the Cannabis Podcast. If this is your first visit, well, thanks for dropping on by. I think you're going to find a ton of cannabis information over the next few minutes. This week, we are taking a slightly different look at retail. We have always, of course, been keeping our eye on the retail licenses as they become available in British Columbia. We'll start with that. But then we're going to expand a little bit. And actually, instead of looking at a story and seeing what people are talking about, I'm calling a store in Calgary, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and British Columbia. And we'll get a sense of what's happening in the retail market across our country over six months after legalization. We'll also touch on a story that Stats Canada released this last week, a summary of how many Canadians they say are consuming cannabis at work. And those numbers may surprise you a little bit. And then we'll finish off with just a little story about some more of my experience as a bud tender and the fact that you can never be too sure who your next customer is going to be. All of that and more is coming your way on episode 20 of the Cannabis Podcast. One of the first things I wanted to touch on this week was the story that came out of StatsCan this last week about how many Canadians are using cannabis at work. In fact, the headline says, StatsCan, over half a million Canadians use cannabis at work. This is an article from leafly.ca. Statistics Canada's most recent national cannabis survey estimates that 514,000 Canadians are using cannabis before or during work. While age and gender don't play a factor in terms of increasing the likelihood of consumption on the job, frequency of cannabis use does. Of cannabis consumers who use cannabis daily or almost daily, 27% of survey respondents say they also consume just before starting work or during working hours. And by comparison, a mere 7% of respondents who enjoy cannabis on a more casual basis admit to doing so on the job. This article goes on to say approximately 5.3 million Canadians are using cannabis in 2019, but those consumers are far from equally distributed across the nation. Consumption rates in Ontario are rising faster than any other province, increasing from 14 to 20% in just one year. Now, despite the statistical surge in consumption rates across the country, Albertans are still the most likely to consume, with 21.5% of residents enjoying the plant. Canadians in Quebec, 11%, and Manitoba, 13%, are the least likely to light up. And I'm still surprised that BC doesn't come in higher in these range. I guess just because we were the home of BC Bud. So the question this article asks is, cannabis consumption at work increasing? American diagnostics firm Quest Diagnostics reports that the number of positive drug tests in the workplace hit a 14-year high in 2018, including rising numbers in every state where recreational cannabis is legal. The problem with these figures, however, is that they may just show increases because more tests are being conducted. It does not necessarily mean an increase in consumption. And similar studies are now in the works in Canada. There is a potential cause for concern. I'm sure you understand workplace cannabis consumption isn't limited to office workers sitting in front of a computer or creatives opening up their imagination with a bit of help from their strain of choice like here on the Cannabis Podcast. In some cases, people that drive or operate heavy machinery for a living are also consuming cannabis when they should not be doing so. Nearly half of Canadian respondents, or 49% of them, 
believe that cannabis consumers should wait at least three hours after a session before operating a vehicle. What do you think about that? Do you wait three hours after consuming cannabis before you get into a vehicle? Or are you consuming cannabis before, during, or after work, relatively close to after work? We'll have to keep our eye on that one as this story progresses. Stats Canada now saying 514,000 Canadians are imbibing in cannabis either before or during work. Exploring the world of Canadian cannabis culture, one toke at a time. This is the Cannabis Podcast. Another item that I wanted to discuss today was retail. And I wanted to start off where we often do in the retail market in British Columbia. How many licenses have now been released by the province? And it is now up to 24. We're getting way up there. Just in this last couple of weeks, they did actually release some more. There were three new ones in Vancouver. Hobo has a couple of stores. Muse Cannabis Store has one in Vancouver. And now Victoria has their fourth license released. But still, (laughs) obvious by their absence, still no retail licenses here in the Okanagan. But I wanted to take a look at retail across the country and not just look at a story. I wanted to talk to some people. So I picked up the phone and I called a few stores across the country. I started in Calgary at Queen of Bud, and you'll never guess who answered the phone. Good afternoon, Queen of Bud. Gary speaking. Hi, Gary. Well, well, isn't that a coincidence? My name's Gary, too. Oh, well, hello, Gary. How are you? I'm excellent. I run the Cannabis Podcast, and this episode, I'm just calling stores across the country and trying to get a sense of where we are after six months of legalization. So with Queen of Bud, how, how are things going? Uh, fantastic. We are very happy with uh, how things have been going. Shortages haven't uh, done us any harm, to be honest. I mean, considering how, uh, how well we've been able to maintain the cannabis. Yeah. And, and how many stores do you have in Calgary, Gary? We just have the one at the moment. Just the one at the moment. And, and supply has not been an issue for you? Started off a little bit, but then it didn't last as long as we were expecting, to be honest. It affected slightly for, I'd say, about a couple weeks, but then it went right back to normal. People were still complaining about shortages around to us, but uh, thankfully we've been very lucky. Nice. And one of the questions I'm going to be asking everybody across the country, Gary, is pricing. What what kind of uh, pricing do you have here, bud? Pricing, um, so from an Alberta standpoint, there is kind of a set price that we do have with our, the AGLC. Okay. And so everyone's pretty much within the same price range. Uh, I wouldn't like, everyone's comparable, I'd say at least in the Alberta, because I know that in places like Saskatchewan, it's uh, significantly different. I heard that there was kind of no uh, minimum price requirement in order to sell certain ones. So they were charging right. upwards. I've heard of like as uh, much as $85 for three and a half grams out there. Wow. <laughs> so ours is significantly less. Excellent. So what's your average gram price? Average gram price, I would say would probably be around $13. Okay. Depending on what you're looking at for, you know, more premium brands, you're looking at about 15 to $17. Whereas more of the uh, lower end brands, you're looking at about a, about $11. In a- okay. And the other question I have is, do you have any uh, CBD either in bud or in an uh, oil or tincture? Yes, we do have CBD bud at the moment. We do, eh? Um, yeah. And in regards to the oil, that's a little bit harder to come by right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's such a high demand for having CBD oil. So in the past, since we've been open, I've seen maybe about 
a handful, yeah, a mere handful of shipments that actually had pure CBD oil or okay. oil capsules. Have you found, Sorry. Gary, that many of your customers are just coming into cannabis brand new after legalization and, and ex- experiencing the, it for the first time? I wouldn't say a significant amount. Okay. You always will have your odd uh, user here and there, you know, on a day-to-day basis. I'd probably say have a good handful of the majority. Okay. Yeah, no, just so, curious. Uh, again, I'm just trying to get a sense of as we head across the country, what what the different experiences are and at the various retail levels. Yeah, no, um, I've noticed a lot of the uh, people that are new users tend to be actually quite the older crowd. Yeah, and yeah. because they, they want to learn and experience what cannabis is like at a recreational standpoint, yeah. but it has been legalized, right? So they said, yeah, "Well, exactly. now you know, compared to the past, how it's been cool portrayed, right?" Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking uh, a few moments and answering my questions. I appreciate it, Gary. Thanks very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you as well. Take care. Bye-bye. After I got finished the discussion with Gary at Queen of Bud, since we were already in Calgary, it just made sense to carry on down Highway Number 1, and we stopped at Moose Jaw. And in Moose Jaw, where we stopped was actually the first recipient of a cannabis retail license in the province of Saskatchewan. And that is a store called New Leaf Emporium. And I was very happy to talk with Chad. New Leaf Emporium, Jude speaking. Hi there. I'm wondering if you might have a couple of minutes to answer some questions for me. I'm calling from the Cannabis Podcast. Oh, okay. Um, can I pass the phone off to you somebody sure that might answer better? Yeah? Okay, yeah, two seconds. Thanks. Hello, Chad here. Hi, is that Chad? It says yes. Excellent, Chad. Thanks Thanks for taking my call. This week, I am calling various stores across the country to get a sense of where we are after six months of legalization. Do you mind answering a couple of my questions? No, I don't. Excellent. Appreciate that, Chad. So okay. uh, how has uh, supply been for you in Saskatchewan? Well, for us, uh, at this particular store, supply has been pretty decent for us. We are the first licensed uh, uh, store. Uh, so we have license issued number one in all of Saskatchewan. So we kind of had a... Had a bit of a um, you know an early thing, an early uh, catch on the game sort of thing. Be able to catch LPs and be able to make relationships and uh, and stuff that way a little earlier than a lot of the other um, a lot of the other uh, stores that still took their time. We were open on the October twenty second, so only a few wow. days late sort of thing. So we we were on it, and we were also um, you know like I said, we made some relationships with some uh, some of the LPs early on, which really helped us kind of get our foot into the door and keep sales up and. Uh, we were open for about a week, and then, of course, there was kind of a big supply drop of everybody, and then we, right. we kind of took about a week off, not necessarily that we needed to, but to, to kind of, uh, you know, re-up sort of thing, and yeah. we, we did that, and then we've never we've never had a supply issue ever since this oh, that, uh, third week uh, there yet. So those early relationships have really paid off for you? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Being like having a, having all of our ducks in a row, uh, the first one in all the province out of you know all the yeah. uh, stores. We're literally the very first store with um, with all those kind of those parameters all lined up. Whether it be with SLGA, our governing body here, or with right. the uh, you know any of the other parameters that we needed to have done. As as you know, there is quite a few hoops to jump through to, <laughs> yeah. to have a legal store. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many stores are there in Moose Jaw overall? Uh, just two. We have only two uh, allowed for this area. Okay. Because it's a but know, still, restricted that's, per... that's two more than we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, two. And, and I mean, there's literally 35,000 people in the city of Moose Jaw. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not a very, uh, very large community by any means. And Regina, which is our capital, which is only uh, 
45 kilometers down a straight, right. straight yeah, highway. Been there, been is, uh, yeah, it's about six, six, I think six uh, licensed stores in Saskatchewan or in uh, Regina at this moment. So, okay. yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty good for, for that regard. People yeah, have lots yeah. of options and uh, I don't is. think anybody has a whole lot of supply issues like they're having in say Alberta and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I think Saskatchewan right now is doing pretty well. I mean, uh, in terms of our allocations for cannabis are um, pretty steady. Excellent. Yeah. And and yeah. what's your pricing structure? What's the price of your average gram? Uh, price of our average, average gram is ten ninety five out our door. Okay, and mm-hmm. and uh, so you have some premiums, I'm going to assume. And and do you have any bargains? What's your range? Yeah, um, pretty. A range is no more than like fifteen dollars for our highest gram, sort okay. of thing. Okay. Yeah, that's yep. good. And and do you have any uh, CBD products at all? Um, the only CBD products we have are not, not are not uh, a THC list uh, formulas at this time. They all have uh, some analytics of THC. We okay. don't have any only CBD, so no, no isolate at this point. Nothing like that. No, I wish. I mean, it would be. Re- it's such a it's such a called for thing right now. It's it's pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty. The the the, the undersupply of CBD products to. The, you know, nationwide, or especially in the rec market, is it's huge. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. correct, Chad. I appreciate it. Yeah. So overall, uh, uh, how are things for the uh, new Leaf Emporium? Uh, are you busy? Yeah, we're steady for sure. You know, there's been a steady decline in the market, uh, in the regulated market across Canada. Yeah. Uh, everybody's seen that. The numbers show that. We're we're a part of that. We're not immune to that. Um, you know, it has a lot to do with uh, price. Yeah, well, mainly to do with mainly to do with pricing. That yeah. uh, you know, um, at a store level, where we have a maximum of about a forty percent markup, thirty five usually on on most of our items. Yeah. But um, where 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 the LPs have about an eight to nine to a thousand percent markup on some of their items, a hundred percent micro i should yeah, say yeah, you know yeah, where it's amazing it's, it's a it's a dollar it's a dollar gram out their door, and then they're they're charging us ten dollars a gram for some of these premium grams. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wonder wonder why we have to sell that ground for fifteen or sixteen dollars just to make a profit exactly. or whatever it might yeah. be. So, yeah, so overall, exactly. I think overall the uh, the the uh, uh, we need to look at how things if we want this to work and kind of uh, change things out a little bit. Yeah, and have yeah, you true. found uh, Chad uh, that you are getting a significant number of new users since legalization that are are new to cannabis oh, entirely? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the majority of our, uh, the majority of this industry is actually new users, yeah. uh, in my opinion. But I'm 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 on the ground level. I've seen it. It's you know, if we can be frank, I, I don't know if you're if you're a longtime cannabis user or not. But I, am, yes. I yeah, absolutely I am as well. And it's it, the, the the people who know, unfortunately, have their whatever you know hundred hundred twenty dollar ounces still coming in their <laughs> doors. So uh, it's really hard to sell them a sixty dollar premium eighth. So. Yeah. The, but the new people don't have those people. So a sixty dollar eight to them is the normal. Just just like you go to McDonald's and get a burger for, you know, three dollars. That's Very just what they're point. paying, sort of yeah. thing. So uh, that's what we see. Um, but we see not 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 saying that the majority of all my customers are new users, but a large portion of what have come through doors have been. So yeah, yeah absolutely. And all we right. still deal with that every day. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. new and, users. Yeah. And and I bet that's the fun part of your job. It absolutely is. Yeah. You know, for somebody who has a cannabis enthusiast as myself, it yeah. absolutely is. Yeah, good for you. Well, I really appreciate you answering uh, all of those questions for me, Chad. Yeah, no problem. I like to talk. Since we were already in Moose Jaw, it only made sense to continue our direction east. 
So we did. We carried on into Manitoba, and this time we got all the way to Winnipeg. And in Winnipeg, we found Delta 9 Cannabis. They have two stores. I called one of them, and I was lucky enough to talk to Greg. Thank you for calling the Delta 9 Cannabis store. To speak to a customer service representative, press 2. Yes, hello. Yes, thank you. appreciate it, Greg. The podcast I do, the Cannabis Podcast, uh, I've kind of looked at retail ever since we went to legalization. And this week, I'm calling a bunch of stores across the country just trying to get a sense of where we are some six months after legalization. Yes. So very, first of all, I love your name. I love Delta 9. What a cool name for the company. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So how are things going? Well, things are going quite well. Um, You know, products coming and products going, which is absolutely a good thing. Our stock has definitely normalized quite a bit since opening day. It has? Yes, it definitely has. We're seeing, we're starting to see repeat customers, regulars and everything coming and picking up similar things day in and day out. Okay. So all in all, the business has definitely evolved into more of a, uh, uh, definitely evolved into more of an operation that we are uh, pleasant to see, for sure. Yeah, excellent. And and give me a sense of what your pricing is, Greg. What's your average gram price? So, yeah. Uh, in terms of average gram price, generally varies between about 10 to $13 per gram. Okay. Things for like see- an average product. Yeah. And, and so you have a, have a high and a low. What's, what's your highest price, bud? Highest price right now would be $16 a gram or $56 for three and a half grams. Okay. That would be our premium strain Prairie Fire. And Prairie the cheapest fire. we've seen is close to seven fifty. Although the name of the strain escapes me. Okay, yeah. And uh, I'm also curious. Do you have any uh, CBD product, either in bud or in, in tincture or oil? CBD product? No, we haven't. Um, well, we've had CBD product before. As of right now, though, um, we haven't seen much CBD product in the past. I'd say six weeks or so. Okay. And the the other question I have is, are you seeing a lot of new people, new to cannabis, coming into your store and, and exploring? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I'd say just about every day we see someone new to cannabis and they're interested to try, interested to learn. Yeah, and and that must be the fun part of your job. Oh, yes. It, it's one of the best parts is um, definitely teaching someone the ins and outs of cannabis, uh, what's good about it, all its perks and the various strains you can try and everything that certain strains of cannabis can do for you. Yeah. It's the best part of the job, for sure. Yeah, I, I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, Greg, so that, that's cool to hear. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm pleased by that. So how many stores are there in Winnipeg? So in Winnipeg, we have two stores right now. We have one on River Avenue in the Osborne Village, okay. and we also have our store, the store on Dakota Avenue in the south part of the city. Right, excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to answer those questions for me, Greg. Absolutely. Now it's time to leave the prairies. Let's head back to the home province, back to BC where it all started for myself in terms of legalization. And interestingly enough, when legalization first occurred in British Columbia, the provincial government released the first two licenses for private retail sales. Both of those licenses were in the city of Kimberley. And I was fortunate to talk to Sandra from Earth's Own Naturals in Kimberley. Good afternoon, Urso Natural. Sandra speaking. Hi, Sandra. Uh, my name is Gary. I'm calling from the Cannabis Podcast, and I'm wondering if you or someone else might have a couple minutes I can ask some questions. Sure. Okay, perfect. So the first question is, how, how is your supply? 
Uh, it, it's great. I mean, it, it's sort of changing over time. And in BC, I'm sure it's going to be changing as more uh, licenses be are given. But right now, it's 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 fine. And you were the recipient of the second license in the province, right? That's correct. Yeah. And so has supply been an issue for you up to this point? No, not at all. But as I said, moving forward, I think it's going to be a little bit more limited than it was because of the amount of licenses given in BC. Yeah. yeah like that... there there, there weren't a lot and now they're picking up speed. So. And you think that's going to start to impact your abilities? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I'm not. it's hard to tell until it's all full swing. Yeah, of course it is. And can you give me a sense, uh, Sandra, what your average pricing is? What's your average grand price? It can range anywhere, like, um, from $8 upwards. Okay. So it just all depends on sort of what's available. We always try to have, like, a like a more budget pricing and then the premium pricing, like yeah, an array of nice. each. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it just, just uh, again, the cheapest, the least expensive product is usually the hardest to get. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And, so, and do you carry any uh, CBD, either in bud or tincture or oil? Uh, well, the, or the only thing that's legalized is low-dose oil and, and flour. So okay. uh, we have CBD products available in both. You do, eh? I'm curious about the, so do you currently have some bud that is a, a ratio of what, a one-to-one THC and CBD? Uh, yeah, I have a couple that are close to one-to-one, and then I have one that's predominantly CBD with less than 1% of THC. Oh, cool. So, right, like, right now, I have um, five CBD strains. Oh, excellent. That, that's a real nice supply. Well done. Yeah, yeah. And and have It's you... really popular, so... I bet it is, and it will only become more popular, I suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found that you have a lot of customers who are coming in because of legalization, so they're brand new to cannabis, and you're kind of leading them down the path? Um, yeah, some that are brand new. There's a lot that just didn't know. I mean, that, that, you yeah. know, knowledge is limited, and, you know, it's not the comfort level of asking before is a lot different than it is now. So yeah. we do have lots of people coming in with lots of questions, whether they're first time cannabis users or not, there's a lot of information that people didn't know before. So yeah, that's very true. Unless they're sort of self learners. Yes. And there's many of them out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Excellent. So, so overall, Sandra, you'd say uh, things are going uh, pretty well for the Urso Naturals. Yeah, it's totally good. There's uh, that's all you can sort of do is like just roll with it, and it's a little bit of a change, but I think yeah. that we're adapting nicely. So excellent! I'm really pleased to hear that. Thank yeah. you very much for taking the time to answer some questions for me today. Thanks, Gary. I found it very interesting to get a little bit of a picture of what's happening in retail across at least the western part of our country. Next episode, we will try and contact some stores in Ontario, Quebec the Maritimes, up north. We'll try and get a sense of what's happening in retail all across the country. But now you have a better perspective of what's happening, at least in Western Canada, since legalization occurred October 17th of 2018. THC, CBD, what's in me? Oh, please explain to me. Cultivar Corner, Cultivar Corner, oh yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist playing that one more time. No, I do not have a cultivar for you today.
it's just been so long since I played that and I'm feeling really guilty for not having a new cultivar. So I'll tell you what, I will promise you now that for the next episode, I will have a new cultivar. We will do a brand new version of Cultivar Corner. We'll find a sweet little bud that we can taste and examine together. So that is coming up soon. What I wanted to finish with for today, though, was just a cute little story that happened to me again as my job as a bun tender. You never know who your next customer is going to be. It was last week. Actually, I guess it was probably a couple of weeks ago. I was busy in the store, lots of customers around, and suddenly I hear, hey, coach. And I look and I don't recognize this young man who's standing before me. He identifies himself to me, tells me his name, and as soon as I hear the name, immediately identify exactly who he is and realize that I coached him when he was playing fastball when he was probably oh, 13 years, 13 years old, along with my son, the middle son, the son that you haven't heard me talk about much, Sean. <laughs> that was the, the team I coached. And sure enough, this player recognized me and then said, so coach, were you smoking back then? And big smile came to my face and he knew right away that the answer to that was yes. <laughs> and now I just get a kick every time he comes into the store. I hear, hey coach, how are you today? <laughs> It's just a lot of fun and just another reminder that you never know who you're going to run into in the world of retail cannabis. What I did want to tell you is that if there's ever a time when you have something you wanted to tell me, if you would like to comment on a story, give me an idea of somebody who you would like to interview, a strain or a cultivar you would like reviewed, send me a note, info at CannabisPodcast.com. Love to hear from you. We listen and read everything that comes in. And as you may know from some of the episodes, we respond to a lot of the requests as well. So keep that in mind, info at CannabisPodcast.com. CannabisPodcast.com is also where you, of course, will find the link to the episode that has all the links to any of the stories we may have talked about in this episode. And speaking of episodes, that wraps it up for episode 20 of the Cannabis Podcast. From the cannabis-infused studio, high above the Okanagan Valley... This was the Cannabis Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.